Hi everybody, this is Stephen St. Clair with the Crafted Quilt Podcast. And you're wondering, where have I heard that before? Well, I'll tell you where. Right here. It's just been a long time since I've done any. And you know how it is, life gets busy, blah blah blah, work, family. That's not the blah 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 part. But uh, I've gone on hiatus a little bit. Um, just kind of been trying to reconnect with some family. It's been good. But a topic came to my mind for a podcast, and I wanted to address it. So the topic I've been kind of toying with, um, I actually have a white binder, three-ring binder. Uh, my wife and I, Sadie, we did a, a sticky note party one time on topics we wanted to talk about. And I knew time was slipping away, and I needed to do more podcasting because you know if you're paying for it you might as well use it right but today at work I just it was eating at me eating at me and I was like all right Tuesdays I'm home alone let's do something different for once instead of watching TV which that'll probably happen later um but I have a sticky note that's called I wrote on it called the Lazarus and all of us how to rate how to rise from the grave of our former life now that's not the actual title of this podcast but it's close um the topic i am going with is has to do with scars uh physical and emotional scarring and before you decide that this topic isn't for you uh, I think you might find that if you just listen to it, it probably does apply to you in a little bit because we've all been hurt both physically and emotionally. So when we think about physical scars, we think about, you know, maybe that uh, bicycle accident when we were kids, we scraped our knees or our elbows or, uh, you know, just average boyhood, girlhood uh, stuff. It could be an adulthood thing too, I suppose. If you're that wild and crazy. But there is something that goes beyond the physical scars. Uh, they are the emotional scars. Sometimes those emotional scars are what is left behind from physical scars or, or pain thereof. So in digging around the interwebs, I wanted to kind of find a kind of a generic definition of emotionally scarred and you you can adapt this to however you so choose or you know if, if you find a better definition that fits go for it but here here's kind of what i pieced together emotional scarred is an event or events that has occurred that emotionally in parentheses i put mentally caused pain or mental trauma now I will let you fill in the blank with examples of your own trauma, but um, let's. I I will share a couple examples, not going to great detail, but um, a couple of them have lasted a long, lasted a while, and sometimes trauma or emotional scarring lasts longer for a number of reasons they could be tied to a place a person um, a particular time you know so forth and so on but uh, one example of emotional trauma that i had growing up 
um, the early 80s, my, my grandpa died uh, rather suddenly. He had a brain aneurysm that um, just ruptured one day. Um, it started off the day like no other, I would imagine. I mean, can't really say it too much. I was eight. Um, but he uh, went to work, and as the morning went on, uh, started coming down with a migraine. I mean, it just, you know, it, it got increasingly worse, and went to the hospital, and I'll let you paint the rest of the picture for yourself. But you can imagine being a, a boy of eight years old, you know, my, my grandpa was everything to me, and when I was sat down with my uh, little brother, uh, our parents told us, um what had happened in probably greater detail than what I could mentally fathom. And that's, that's not the hard part. The hard part, and I, this is the, the traumatic part for me, and, and it came in two, two phases. Uh, the first part was my, my parents telling me that we could go up there um, and see him. He was in a coma. Uh, he had had surgery. They, 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 he ended up, uh, he, not, he didn't survive, obviously, but... Uh, we could go up there and see him if we wanted, and, but he wasn't going to be the same grandpa we knew. They'd, you know, shaved his head and basically did some poking around in his skull to try and find the aneurysm. Well, I was eight and not able to comprehend really what had happened. I, I just, I knew it was bad and uh, my grandpa was coming home. The second part of that trauma was, I, I don't remember the exact age that I was. I, I was well into adulthood. Uh, my grandma, my grandpa's wife, obviously, um, she was talking about him, and she revealed to me that when she was up at the hospital with him, um, she was saying goodbye to him, and... To me, that is a very hard concept. You wake up with your husband and you go to bed without. Um, that, that kills me because I think of that with my own wife. And I would imagine she's going to listen to this and probably ball and send me a text. <laughs> Sorry, honey. Uh, trauma. Anyways, she told me that my grandpa was in a coma. The doctors did all they could do, but they kept him on life support. And as she was laying, uh, not laying there, I would imagine holding his hand. And I'm going to try really hard to keep it together. Um, she said she loved him one last time. And as she was standing there with him while he was in bed. She saw tears fall from his eyes. Now you ask yourself, Stephen, how is that possible? Well, that's a good question. Sorry, I had to take a drink and to clear my throat. I don't know how it's possible, but I do know that his heart was intact. And his heart knew that 
he was never coming home. And so did my grandma. So there is the second piece of trauma. Emotional scarring that I've never ever been able to unpack per se or get rid of. Now how does one uh, get rid of trauma? But that's a very good question. Uh, another example. Now, my, my grandpa and I, I need to backtrack for a minute. My grandpa and I had, I was I was young enough. He was the light of my life. We had no, like, I'm, I'm sure if he was alive and for you to ask him, well, you know, did I ever misbehave or was it, well, yeah, I was ornery. I was, you know. But anyways, the other, I don't want to say trauma, but it was, it's, you know. Uh, my dad passed away this past January and he is the complete opposite in terms of memories of my grandpa uh, he was the kind of guy that I, I don't know how to explain this very well um, there are some things there that I don't think he was ever fully able to uh, deal with and things that as my brother and I were growing up um, looking back now we, we definitely there were just some things man it was just so I haven't really been a part of uh, my parents lives consistently since before 1999 so 22 years ago now, I've, I've talked and I've, I've seen them a couple times since then, but that, that's another podcast. Um, the point I'm trying to drive home is uh, my dad and I had some, some things between us that were very unspoken. And we never really quite dealt with, but to be honest, um, this is going to go into how, how, how to deal or heal with um, trauma emotional scarring um, when I knew my dad was going downhill uh, he started well he wasn't in the best physical shape he had some some serious health issues that over the years it was just you know building and building well then he got COVID and then he was hospitalized and um, I don't exactly remember when um, things became final, uh, but I remember my mom telling me that he had passed, and I knew there's going to be some baggage there, some some un things left unsaid. But here's the weird circumstance: I'm okay with it. Not not many emotional scarring or traumatic things that have happened to me am, am I quite okay with but this is one thing I'm like okay I'm okay with this uh, I, I think it helps that I've been away from all that for 22 years but on the flip side there were some people that were not um, my mom and my brother and his family were a part of all that 
living day in and day out with all of the hot messes that were there. And not so many hot messes either. There were some good things that happened, but there was definitely some damage there. Damage done to my dad. And I hope and pray that wherever his spirit resides, I hope his he has been able to deal with it if allowed to do so on any level. Uh, I think that's kind of what I've been doing since January. Um, it's like how do you how do you deal with somebody that caused you so much pain growing up, and then to find out he dies and then just be okay with it? And I don't I don't mean I'm not okay with it, but I'm okay. You know, it's just I know there's nothing I can do. Sure, I could you know just find an empty room and yell and scream, but this is one of those things that I was okay with because I knew what I was left with, meaning my mom and my brother and his beautiful family. And now that I have them back with, I guess I can say without interference, and that's if that's not the right word, just put it away. <laughs> uh, I now have people in my life besides my wife that uh, well my my family's grown a little bit more and um, we went down a couple weekends ago and saw well we went down to can you know where they live uh, it was it was a good visit my I think my wife and I were a little apprehensive you know it, it just being in a different place for a couple days not knowing but I think once you let the tension go you just you know, my, my favorite scripture verse, um, the first two words are, be still. Once you become still in the moment, be still in mind and in heart, uh, things just kind of unfold a little bit, and you don't, you don't stress so much. And so, um, getting back to how you heal and deal with it, and these these are just my breakdowns of it all. I will let you all decide how you best can deal with things. Um, first thing you have to do when dealing with a circumstance in your life that caused uh, emotional scarring is you have to admit it. You have to admit that it happened. It have to you have to admit that it happened to you. Now, how you do that is completely up to you, but it, it has to happen. You you can write it down. This dot 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 happened to me. You can you can just talk it. You can talk to someone about it. That's actually another step. But you, you have to hear yourself say what happened to you. Because I think when you when you vocalize what happened or you wrote it and then read it. Um, there's some things that start happening within you that's like, uh, kind of like a sudden realization. You're like, oh, that happened. It's the next step of, you know, getting past the, the middle part. It's how, how does it, how does it or how did it affect you and affect other people around you? Does it, did it affect your behavior? What did it do to you and or for you did it create kind of a spiraling out effect did it just 
stop your life right then and there. Um, and, and, and admitting it and then trying to figure out the behavioral pattern of your scarring. Talk about it. You know, I just like I just did about my grandpa, about my dad. Um, two opposite sides of the coin. Um, one was, both were traumatic, but one was horrible. And, and both were horrible, but one, I think, I don't want to, it's so hard. Uh, anyways, um, let it out. Find a good friend or family member, a hotline, somebody you can call that can really just listen they don't even have to offer uh, opinions on how to fix things or fix your life. Sometimes you just need a sounding board to say, man, this happened to me. Uh, I need to process it. Do you mind if I talk about it for a, for a little bit? Uh, it may take several attempts to, to talk about it. That's okay. Uh, but that is one of the steps to healing um, from a traumatic scar. Um you got to do it in steps. Like I said, it's not um, at some point, um, depending on the degree of, a, of, of getting it out, you, you may or may not completely rid yourself of the scar. It, it, and honestly, it will always be there. Hence me getting upset about my grandpa's death. Still, It still gets me. Um, but there are ways to nullify its effects to a certain degree. Um, do activities safe preferably um, activities that promote healing uh, they could be meditation journaling there um, or therapy um, writing uh, my wife and I we have known each other oh, 30 plus years I think 37 I could be wrong a long time 1985 and I think we know each other's scars pretty thoroughly uh, I think I've probably caused a few in my life we've caused some in each other and um, here's another admittal to you admittance uh, my wife and I separated uh, 2009 so 12-13 years ago um, every once in a while it'll come back up between us and it, it, it hurts but it's more of a like I can't believe we, we messed up like that kind of thing. It doesn't, I know my wife may see things a little bit different, but it's a scar that we healed from or are healing from. Um, the worst part is we lost time with each other, with our kids. Uh, it's just it's kind of a dark time then. But we talked about how to get through that for quite a while. And... That is one scar I can say honestly that I have managed to erase most of the lines from. Um, one of the other techniques, and actually the biggest technique um, you want to use when dealing with emotional scarring is patience. Patience by far, as they say, is a virtue. But it is, a, it is a gift when it comes to dealing with emotional scars. I'm going to give you a little tip. 
do not expect overnight success. You heard it right. This is not an immediate change for the good. When you are dealing with a certain degree of trauma, sometimes that pain can be so deeply rooted within you that um, it takes a long time to deal with. I'm 47 and my grandpa died when I was 8. So 39 years ago, he died. And it still hurts a little bit. But I think some of that is guilt. Guilt also weighs heavy and can also be a scar. But you just have to learn to deal with it the best you can. Uh, like I said, uh, my wife and I know each other's childhoods growing up. And she's got some serious scars of her own that she's had to or still trying to heal from. Uh, it's it's not an easy road to, to uh, walk down. And if you can find a person or a partner to go down that path with, it will be better. Because you'll have that person next to you. Um, I don't know if this quite fits, but uh, there is a song. Um, I should have Googled it. <laughs> For those of you that are familiar with the Miley Cyrus song, The Climb, uh, I think I hope that's the right title. Forgive me if it's not. Um, if you've ever gone on vacation or you've gone on a hike or whatever, you, you have an end destination you're trying to reach. But it's the, the things you do along the way that um, kind of set precedence in your life. Uh, and it's better when you share the, the climb or the travel along the way with somebody or several people. And so on, on your journey through your emotional scarring, um, I wish you good luck. I wish you patience. I wish you strength of will. And I think you'll be fine. I, I really do. Um, you're going to go through a lot of darker days before you get to the brighter days. Um, you know, it's just a fact of life, a part of uh, traumatic scarring that we all go through. There, you gotta, you got to trudge through the muck before you can get through the, the dry ground. And it's just, you'll get there eventually. So this isn't going to be a long podcast. I seem to pass, the past couple have been kind of short, I think, but... While you search for healing for your scars, remember there's a little bit of a Lazarus in all of us. And while you don't have to find religion or Jesus to raise your Lazarus from the dead, so to speak, sorry for the proverbial, um, but you shall walk again and you shall be healed it just takes time. So keep that in mind as you journey through uh, your scarring, uh, your emotional, your traumatic scarring. Um, and throughout all of it, remember there are going to be times where the noise within your trauma is, is loud and unbearable. As you relive all of it to understand it, remember that sometimes you need to be still.
and then when you are done dance in the rain give thanks however you need to kind of put an amen on the healing process do it you'll be better for it so in closing uh this is Stephen St. Clair with the Crafted Quill Podcast. I'm going to do something a little different. Um, there is an end song, an outro song that I selected. Now, I didn't listen to it all, but it's I kind of like it. Um, I don't know that it particularly fits every aspect of uh, this podcast, but just listen to the whole thing. Pull from it what you will. Uh, but it is a song that I found off Epidemic Sound. It's, it's called A Solitary Man's Soul, um, sung by Lars Erickson. So I bid you all a farewell. Good luck on the road that is before you. May it be short. May you learn the things you need to learn. And most of all, be still in yourself so that you are free and clear to choose your own path and how to heal from your own trauma. Have a good night and have a good day wherever you are. Peace out. Like sun in one Sunday morning, I grew up without a warning. Red mountains traumatized broken Lonely boat on cold still water Locked in tower only daughter Locked the doors that want to open A pool of tears remain Walking in the shadows Landscape from the things I want It's just a phase Life
Episode of the Crafted Quill Podcast.